Hello, welcome to BladesPod. It's Friday the 8th of December. My name is Ben and on the line is Andrew. How are you, mate? I'm all right, mate. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. A bit croaky. Uh, well, I sound better now than I did at 6.30am this morning when my, my daughter wanted me to read yet another Mr. Man book to her. Um, and I thought this was not going to happen today. But um, no, I think, I think I'm think i okay. But we, we're we going to talk about this Liverpool game. Uh, we will try and keep it brief um, because we obviously have got a game tomorrow. But I'm conscious of the fact that whenever I say it's just going to be 20 minutes this week, we end up talking yeah. for an hour. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But... Uh, it's a bit free free flowing from me. I haven't made many notes on this one. We've obviously chatted. A, uh, we went to the pub after the game, so we had a bit of a, a debrief, I suppose, in there about how we felt about it and stuff. So I, I have a, mm, yeah. a bit of an idea about your thoughts. But um, yeah, let's let's talk about it, mate. A two nil defeat at home to Liverpool. Uh, a spirited display, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, albeit another defeat, a uh, game that was, was kind of different, certainly different to what we've seen in the last few weeks, like going. Yeah. Uh, let me think. But I guess even even you know you could probably throw the Brighton game into that as well as like a game where we probably could have got blown away and you know managed to stay in it until a red card. But yeah, it was. Um, well, I, I won't color color your opinion any further. What, what did you think of it in terms of uh, a performance? I suppose uh, you were much better, definitely much better. The intensity were better. I thought it looked more cohesive. They looked like they better plan. I think that were a big thing compared to the last couple, of, even the even up to the Wolves game, to be honest. But I, I did I put a tweet out saying it reminded me a lot of the early season performances mm. um, in that we weren't good enough to win. We didn't really have that much quality, but we made it difficult for him. We seemed to make it difficult for him. Um, and it's, that game is exactly how I expected this season to go, where we'd be we'd give it a go, you know, we'd, we'd cause problems, and, and with a fair wind, and in this you know instance, the referee. Mm. We, you know, you can you can nick a point here and there against these good sides. Um, probably as good as this team could play. I think no options on the bench to, to change anything. Um, I've seen people say we deserved a draw. I, I personally didn't see it like that. I thought Liverpool definitely deserved to win the game. But like I say, with a, a refereeing decision going our way five minutes from time with that penalty shout, then mm. we're probably going to get a point out of it. Um, and that would have been fantastic. So loads to improve. <clears throat> loads of improvement, should I say. But loads to improve, to be fair. Like, the, you know, I don't think I've seen people say, you know, this is the catalyst for his staying up and stuff. And I didn't see that much. You know, I didn't see, like, oh my God, we're a completely different team. Yeah. But we looked better. We looked, we looked a little bit like I've seen someone like Luton this season. And, and that is an improvement. Yeah. I mean, we stayed in the game, which was good. Like, we, we obviously we haven't really done that much at all this season you know it was, it no. was what was it, it was one nil in the 94th minute essentially which yeah is... and the, the second goal shouldn't account so yeah yeah we'll we'll definitely talk about that um yeah and also i i don't know so I, I wonder if i've like i think afterwards i maybe wasn't quite as high on my experience of like this game like in terms of like how i felt about it but then with a bit more distance it's like well we're playing blooming Liverpool, like the second best team in the country. They're not mugs. They they are like well, they're literally above Man City at the moment. So, well, they could know. win the Champions League. They might be the best team in Europe. So yeah, well, yeah, know. exactly. So, um, I think we need to. I I need to take that into account, I suppose. So I, you know, I was a little bit, I guess, a little bit uh, bummed out that we didn't create too many chances in the second half. You know, even though it was only one nil, I, I kind of got the sense that Liverpool was sort of. Kind of just chilling on a one 0 lead. It made me think. 
uh, I think I said this to you afterwards, it made me think this is how this game would have been in that COVID season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Had fans been in the ground where it's like, you know, maybe you can, you know, maybe you can pressure a referee into a decision. Maybe, you know, the, 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 um, the, the fact there's a crowd there kind of keeps the players, you know, running hard, tackling hard or whatever. Mm-hmm. But ultimately the opposition kind of knows they're much too good for you. And a, a one nil lead is pretty safe for them. I, I thought they were kind of passive Liverpool. I mean, they had, well, I was really disappointed with them, but like you say, I don't know if they were conserving energy or, or we, Made them look like that. It's, we're not going to. I said before the game, as intrigued as I was, I don't think you can. I, I think even if we'd have won one 0 or lost seven 0 we wouldn't have been able to read much into this game yeah. in terms of what Wilds are going to be like. He's only been there a day, yeah. and we're playing against a team that realistically we're not going to get anything. I know Luton got a draw against, but it's one of those. And one in ten, you get something from them. Mm. Um, so I don't think you can read too much into it. But uh, you know, I did, I did think we weren't a soft touch, and I think that that were a positive. I do mm. think if Eckenbottom had still been here with the way we were playing, that could have been another absolute embarrassment. We didn't get embarrassed, you know. We well, it wasn't. I didn't come out thinking, "God, that is a tough, tough watch." You know, it yeah, wasn't like that. Uh, yeah. I didn't feel like we'd I, been completely outclassed as I have, you know, almost yeah. every single home game. And you know, you said we didn't create much, and we didn't. But I think that's part of the course with these sort of teams. You get a couple of even in the. The Wilder season, uh, the, the first Wilder season, we played Liverpool at home. I think we only had really had one really good chance in that game, which was that fleck where he didn't shoot earlier. Mm. And then the Leon one at the end. Um, and I think those are the chances you've got to take against these teams, otherwise you are going to lose. And that's what happened. We missed the big chance that we had in the first half. If that goes in, yeah. who knows? Something you know could cause an upset. But <clears throat> that definitely a definitely positive signs. Definitely better, mm. but not enough for me personally to think right. We're back. We're in it because. I don't think you can read. I think even if we'd have won two 0 and played fantastic, you couldn't read that much into it because Wilder said himself after, you know, let's hope that performance is not just a new manager bounce. We need that consistently. You know what I mean? And but we definitely look more cohesive, which is a, a credit to the coaching staff. Absolutely, uh, yeah. For how long they've you know been there, changed the tactics as well. We didn't just you know stick with the same tactics. And yeah, I think you know it's weird that. Like I say, I mean, I've seen people say, you know, we, we can still stay up. I, I really can't see that. I hope I'm wrong, obviously, but I can't see that. For me, it's about giving me enough performances to, for me to be looking forward to next season now and giving me performances to make me think that actually it was the right thing to bring Chris Wilder back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just looking at the starting lineup, like the majority of this team is contracted to us next season, I think. Like, well, obviously, McAtee and Archer, no, um, bizarrely. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Others, others like um, I think Bogle maybe is the only other player who's, who's out of contract I can't remember if Fodringham's out of contract or not I think Fodringham is but I think we've offered him one I imagine I'm sure we'll like. renew yeah, um, yeah. and I doubt, I doubt Bogle will get an offer from you know a team <clears throat> of our stature I suppose elsewhere just no. with, his, with his injuries in history but um, yeah you, you're right call out the team and the tactics I think I think for me this was like the most encouraging part of it is that you know we we so Heckingbottom obviously built his success on Wilder's blueprint of three five two, and I guess I don't know if we actually voiced this on here, but this is slightly concerning that we'd go back to the manager who <laughs> put that blueprint into place and saw it fail and never actually deviated away from it. So I was I was surprised that we did not line up three five two. I mean, maybe if Egan was fit, then Wilder would have done that straight off mm. the bat. But no, it was very much a four, wasn't it? The back with um with Bogle as a 
orthodox fullback and Trusty as a orthodox left back. Arguably, our two best players. I thought. I, yeah, Trusty I thought they were. Yeah. I thought they were superb. Like Bogle, particularly. That's. Mm. I think that's the best I've seen him defensively in his yeah. entire Blades career. Yeah, um, fantastic. I, I, yeah. I didn't think he had that in him, to be honest. I thought he was. No. I thought he was outstanding, and yeah, Trusty did a a fabulous job on Salah. It has to be mm. said. Like, yeah, I, I thought. You know, Salah didn't really have many opportunities, did he? He had, a, he had one sort of, like, a really tough volley that went over and he had another one that he took early that he kind of yeah. shinned straight at, uh, at Fodringham. So, yeah, I thought yeah. he did great. In midfield, we... I mean, again, this is another concern. You know, you get you, you get the, the old manager in. Is he going to pick his favourites? Well, no, he, no. He, he benches Norwood immediately. He does what we we've been asking for for weeks and breaks up the... Axis of uncreativity of Sousa yeah. and Norwood, and um, I think Sousa probably benefited from that as well. In the, in the second half, anyway, I thought he was. Um, I can't get on board with him being good in the first half. I, I'm glad you said this because I don't know if you saw that tweet that I put out. I know most people, a lot of people. I think you would man a match on that Blades man Twitter thing. I, look, everyone's entitled to the opinions, and people might just think I've got it in for him. I thought it was awful first half, Sousa. I thought he was just in the middle of nowhere. I think if people watch that game back and concentrate on him in that first half. Maybe he was told to do it. I mean, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that it's the first time he's played that role in that formation for that manager. So it must have been pretty difficult for him, you know, because he's obviously normally got someone next to him. Yeah. To, to sort, and it's not been working, but, you know, to do the defensive work. And he, but I thought positionally we were all over the place in the first half. He, he didn't close down the wingers. He, he wasn't sort of protecting. The, he, was just, he just wasn't invisible. Yeah. In the second half, I thought he was really good, and he's the best I've seen him since the Forest away game. Um yeah. Like I say, I'm, I, I can't, I'm just I'm not going to lie. I can't see what others have in this ten out of ten beast of a performance that I keep <laughs> seeing. But it was better, and I'm hoping that the first half was just in getting to grips with position and Wilder at half time, give him a few pointers like do this, do that, because he definitely did seem a lot better in the uh, in the in the second half. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think there's there's something to build on there. I think in that I, I definitely think it was you know by instruction what he was what, what he was trying to do I just don't think he did it well in the first half which was yeah. like be be the defensive shield basically in front of the defence but yeah as you said he, he he just didn't engage anyone like you got you know somebody 40 yards out and he he just didn't go to engage them he just he just leave them in space and mm. I'm thinking like this is alright if he's blocking off like a passing lane into the strikers yeah. but he, but he worked I mean, it, was, yeah. it was like a nice neat triangle around him every single time so yeah, he, did, he definitely Norwood. did get better. But yeah, that first half, I was like, oh man, this just, just doesn't look good at all. Yeah, where Norwood, everyone's always surprised by his uh, tackles and interceptions. And that's Norwood can read the game pretty well. He just yeah. doesn't have physicality at this level to produce what, what we need. And I thought Susan was the opposite of that in the first half, where he, he wasn't reading the game. He was just sort of, where do we go? Well, I, I actually made a point of looking at him like for about two or three minutes and thinking, I, I have no idea what. You know, he wasn't actually playing badly, but he was just never on the ball. They were nowhere near like the, where play were going on. But fair play to his second half. You know, he, he looked a lot better, and it did remind me a lot of that Forest second half. Mm. Even even broke out a, a cheeky thirty yard forward pass, didn't he, on a counter attack? Unbelievable ball, yeah. I like, whoa, he's got that in him. Yeah, he did use the ball better in the second half as well, um, and he probably helped him that we had legs next to him. Brooks again, another mm. one who. People say, you know, he's going to go for 100 million and all this sort of stuff based on that. I thought he put so much effort into the game and he won a lot of, t- like, a few tackles and really enthusiastic. But 
I don't think he's ready-made, personally. We'll see. It's still early days. I didn't see anything in him to suggest that, oh, we've got another Indy on his hands here. Yeah, but ma- the massive fact step that he, up for him. Yeah, absolutely. The, the fact he can run helped us. And I know that sounds like such a ridiculous thing to say, but we've been playing with Norwood and Souza yeah. or Fleck, who, who can't run, you know, or can't run anymore. They're certainly not, you know, athletic as Brooks. And I think it probably helped Souza that we had legs next to him with Hamer and Brooks who can both get up and down and... Like I say, I, I think I don't think Brooks were any more than six or seven out of ten, but that's miles better than what we've been seeing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just uh, you, you obviously know, and I think anyone who listens to this semi regularly knows I have a, a lot of respect for Norwood, and I don't even think he's been that bad this season. But it's quite encouraging to see him out of the team and to see yeah. us play fairly cohesively without him there like just to sort of show like look we can do this we don't need Norwood in the team and um yeah I, I thought you look we we only had like 25 percent of the ball I think we only had ended up with like seven or eight shots or something like that but do you know weirdly I looked at this we had less passes than we have had in recent weeks completed passes yeah um, that doesn't but, shock me but but because yeah, but also passes. yeah we, we we were trying to I thought we were just trying to be a bit more efficient, I suppose. Like, no, yeah, don't, great. Yeah, don't yeah, mess yeah. about with it. I mean, even um, even Suzu, when I was looking at his stats, I think he had like five passes into the final third or something. I'd be mm. I'd be amazed if he'd had that many in like the previous three or four appearances combined, for yeah. example, because he just never crosses the halfway line. Um, so yeah, I think that just shows we were trying to we were trying to we were trying to play a slightly different way, I guess. And um, I think that's probably more likely to be successful than what we've seen yeah. in the, the previous We were pressing years. a lot better as well. It, we, mm. we were pressing. Even like when Traore came on, he didn't get a touch or anything, and I felt really sorry for him. But the energy levels were so much different, I felt, in, in a pressing sense. We were knackered at the end, um, which is and, and that's where we probably lost the game because you look at the bench and you think, you know, there's no real quality there to change anything. But, um, yeah, the, I thought the energy levels were much better, and it is about keeping it up. I'm not sort of thinking, well, that's it now for the rest of the season. We're just going to keep this up because... Mm. It's a new manager coming in. We see it a couple of games down the line. You revert back to what you were, and people might say, "Well, that's never happened under Wilder." But they are different players. We don't know how they're going to react. You, what I will give massive credit for is we've just come off the back of two absolute hammerings because mm. Bournemouth should have been six or seven one really yeah, yeah. against two poor Premier League teams, um, and we put in a performance that where we didn't embarrass ourselves, and you know the confidence levels are really low, as you could probably see with that Archer chance that we had. In the second half, where I think you know, a confident Archer probably takes it first time. No, he didn't but even shoot, did he? He didn't even shoot. Thought, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I thought you saw sort of saw that you know that there were some little bits and pieces where we weren't as confident as we we would have been if we had won a couple of games. But it was a lot better, and I'm again really intrigued for Saturday. I'm looking forward to Saturday. I'm not. I'm genuinely not looking at games anymore, thinking we need three points for this if we're gonna. I am looking purely at the performances and what we can build and. I'm really intrigued to see if we can carry on that intensity. We weren't a bit knackered, by the way, because we only had two days rest and we run around like, you know, like a bunch of idiots uh, on, <laughs> on Wednesday. So um, we are going to be tired. I'm really interested to see if we can keep those intensity levels up against a, a weaker opposition. Yeah, no, you, that's a good way to round it off. Really, is um, yeah, I'm, I'm similar. I'm, I, I'm not not like excited for Saturday, but I'm thinking like if we put. You know something like that team and that shape out again. I'm I'm very interested to see how it gets on against yeah a non-elite Premier League team, which Brentford obviously are. They're still a good Premier mm-hmm. League team, but um, yeah, we, we'll talk about that in a second, I guess. Uh, 
Yeah, so we had we had one good, really good chance at nil nil where Archer and McAtee broke, and mm. Archer gets a little bit fortunate with the pass. I think it's sort of, um, I think it's Kanate, like gets a gets a foot on it, and then uh, <clears throat> McAtee takes it on the chest, and it's, it's a pretty good effort, I think. And unfortunately, Kelleher just manages yeah. to get down and save it. And yeah, as you say, that if that goes in, maybe it is a, a different game, or possibly Liverpool just play with a bit more intensity, I guess. Um, Hamer on set pieces, I liked. I don't think we actually yeah. created much from it, but um... a lot more dangerous to me. It might be, you know, might be being stupid by saying that we didn't create anything off them, but they definitely seem to cause more issues. Yeah, there was there was one in each half where, like, I don't know if it was Robinson both times. It was certainly him in the second half where, just like, just can you not just lunge for that, like dive for it? Like it looked like a really good ball, sort of in between the keeper and the defence mm. and we, we just couldn't get anyone to get a toe or a head on it but yeah I, I like him getting that responsibility and not having you know Norwood taking them at this point um, yeah I thought Archer was much more involved as well you know in a game where as yeah, you say we, a game where we ha- didn't have many passes at all I think I can't remember I don't have it in front of me but um, I know Archer had like 30 odd touches of the ball which was way up on where he was a couple of weeks ago um, I thought that were possibly his best performance outside of the box, maybe Everton. But yeah. that's the most he's offered us outside the box. I think that game. Yeah, I'm conscious. I feel like I'm just rattling off a list of positives here. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to sort of paint a picture of like everything's <laughs> yeah amazing. I, yeah. I guess well, it's let's just... talk about them scoring then. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like it's just given me a bit of a. I don't know, like a reason to hope that, as you say, we mm. can be competitive in more games. It's it's so hard to read into a game like this against an elite team. Yeah, it, but... is. it really is. Because we did play a low walk. Like, we did play yeah. a very similar sort of, not system, but a similar way as we did at Man- Manchester City at home. Yeah. And it, it did feel more intense, and we, we created more in this game than we did against Manchester City. But... It was you can't play like that every week. When we play mm. Brentford, I don't think people are going to accept us playing like that. But maybe they will. You know, if we break better and create more quality, we'll have to see. That's why it's so in- in- intriguing to see what's going to happen. Yeah, um, yeah. So this first, and then obviously we oh, put in so much hard work, and then you concede a crappy set piece goal, which we I was so angry with stink this. out this season, unfortunately. Yeah, I was so so angry because we had played well, and Liverpool had got into the game by this point, and they were dominating possession and playing nice football and stuff and got him behind a couple of times. But you can see it's like a warlock again. So throw it away, set piece. But that's what it felt like. We're like, oh, we've, you know, we've got this like sort of new era, if you like, and the intensity levels are up and we look like more of a team. We're more cohesive. But we're still conceding crappy goals of set yeah. pieces. Well, we're not we're not good enough to get away with it, unfortunately. No. Like, you know, if, if, we, if we could just be average at defending set pieces, we'd, yeah. we'd probably have a couple more points by now. It probably won't make much difference at the end of the season, but it would feel better. You know, maybe yeah, Hekibon Hec- might even still have a job, for example. Yeah. We might yeah. have nicked a couple more games. But um, I think the, the manner of it is even more annoying. So it's not like... So Van Dijk obviously scores. Van Dijk is a colossus of a human being. He doesn't need to be a colossus to score this goal. He could be no. five foot nothing, and that's what's yeah. so frustrating. You know, it's it's not yeah. even a it's not even a particularly good ball in from Alexander Arnold. I don't think, and oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I'm praying for a foul because Ahmed Odzich is obviously curled in a ball on the floor as um as Van Dijk volleys it into the net for about twelve yeah. yards with nobody near him. But I think this would have been incredibly soft, to be honest. I mean, I think if the I referee. Think- if the referee gave a foul, I don't think VAR overturns it because there is like obviously contact. But I mean, needed to man up there and L basically. That's you know you've got to be you've got to be stronger than that. And yeah, as a, a main centre back, I suppose out of those two. Yeah, I didn't think that were a foul. Looking back at it, um, 
I think Eggie will sit with I think he disagrees with it. So I see it's like open to debate. And like you say, if if he gives a foul at the time, I think he doesn't overturn it. But he's too soft for me to overturn. I'm not, I, I think I, I'd have been really disappointed if if that had been overturned against us. I, I would have been shouting, cheats! You know what I mean? Like, sticking up for Liverpool. But yeah, and there is that argument. We'll come on to it later on with other stuff that went on that maybe they would have turned it round if it were Liverpool. But I, I think we're... Yeah, I think we'd we'd have been really lucky to get that overturned. Yeah, I didn't I didn't anticipate it getting overturned, and uh, it was not. And then in the second half, kind of the same thing again. This time we just let Salah run free. Like, doesn't seem like a great idea. And he volleys one from almost exactly the same spot, but yeah. for, fortunately it's uh, within within Wes's range, and he makes a brilliant save. He, um, yeah. he did also made a good save from Nunes as well in a one on one. He did Wes at nil yeah. at uh, one nil. Um, yeah, good. Good game, good shot stopping game from him. Still, like, I feel like we still just give him the ball too much, and he takes too long with it. And I don't know. I, I just would minimise the amount of times I'm passing the ball to West Fodringham. I think this just just seems like it would be good advice. Uh, that that bit where he were like sort of generally kicked out of play for a throw in. Yeah, um, that, that was from a drop ball because I was like cheering, like, yes, we didn't give the ball away from the drop ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, instead, yeah. we went backwards. I think to Trusty to Robinson to Wes. Out for a throw in. It's like, oh, we had a drop ball in there off. Like, and we yeah. just kicked it out for a throw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so frustrating. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to think, like, our, our moments in the second half. I mean, there was that good uh, good bit of play that led to Archer being played in. And I, I can't believe he didn't shoot on first time on his yeah. left foot. I mean, it's not a perfect shooting angle, but he, I don't know. I just feel like Wilder does this with them. It just says, like, if you can see the goal, please shoot. Like we don't shoot enough, we don't get the ball enough to have enough shots. Like if you're twenty yards out and you can see the goal, just have a go. Like you might get a corner, you might actually score, for example. You might, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. might get a lucky ricochet or something. Um, yeah, that that was. But this is why I, I disagree that we. I've talked to people whose opinion I really respect, and they thought we deserved the point. And this is why I can't go along with that. I think it's a bit biased myself to say that we because as we're thinking now of the chances we created. These two, really, the one in the first half and that Archer one, yeah. and they're the. I'm not. I'm not. That's not a criticism at United's performance because against Liverpool, you're only going to get two or three chances. It's like a cliche, but it's true. You've got to take the chances that come your way, and we didn't. So, but on the other hand, you could say Liverpool had that Salah shot, the one where he put over. You know, the Nunes one you just spoken about. I think Rick Gakpo, Gomez fired over, didn't I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you know you could. Like, I don't think we can say we deserved the point realistically. No, we had. I'm looking now. We had three shots in the second half. So there's the one. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, I can't remember one of them was, but one of them came like after we were two 0 down. You know when Archer um, got sort of clip a ball clipped over the top, um, and he was on like the corner of the six yard box. We we still on the ground at this point. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the last kick of the game, and he uh, he followed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said today, I've given a clap. I liked uh, Wilder. Surely did the Hulk Hogan hand to ear thing. Yeah, uh, apparently he did. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure he did that. Like, yeah, don't worry for me, brother. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yes, a precious few, precious few attempts from us. Um, There was one where Archer volleyed it, and it got deflected out for a corner that the referee gave a goal kick for, which. Compounded a bit, like it was part of like a bad twenty minutes for Simon Hooper, I think. Which again is the like, why is this guy in charge of our game after being, you know, at the centre of a big six controversy at the weekend? And this is this right. People always say, "What point is suspending him?" Well, this game I think is a perfect example of why referees get suspended because 
the pressure on him would have been enormous after everything that happened at, at the weekend mm-hmm. um, with the Harland incident. Um, and there's no doubt in my mind, and it probably is subconscious. Like I don't think it's Ben. I don't think they go out and say, "Let's award Liverpool," you know, something. But he knows that if he gives that penalty, for instance, or or whatever, every fifty-fifty, and the VAR team is sticking up for the mate, which they're going to do, they're going to say he's had a bad week. This guy, even again, even if it's subconscious, like hmm. you know, there's enough in that to well, not. Mike, Dean, Mike Dean actually said the quiet part out loud, didn't he? So it's, it's, Mike, Mike Dean it's said that. Yeah. yeah, it's out there. We know that's what they do, and I, and it's understandable as a human being that you're going to stick up for your mate. Do you know what I mean? But. There's, there's those two decisions there, which I think if, if Simon Hooper weren't the referee, might have been overturned. Um, yeah, so... I think they're both are people in the VAR box are petrified that they're going to get a mate into trouble. And you know what Jurgen Klopp's going to be like. And I know this sounds like absolute sour grapes and it, and it sounds ridiculous, but giving a decision against Sheffield United is not going to cause any waves at all. <laughs> giving that penalty towards Klopp would have moaned because that's what Klopp does. And then it's all over. Sky talks, but you know what I mean, and it's a story for a week. Yeah, I sort of understand. It's, it's wrong. It's completely wrong. But on an emotional level, I sort of understand why these bigger teams get the decisions because it is such a look at the, the stuff that happened with Hooper for that decision. It was a terrible decision, but well, the, I mean, it's not a story. It you know, if, that, that if they, the other way mean. around on Liverpool, we won one 0 Liverpool, that, and I goal with that uh, goal at the end, mm. and they missed that penalty. We we'll still be talking about it now on Sky. Yeah, that is very true, yeah. So McAtee goes on a, a weaving run into the box and gets shoved to the floor. And yeah, I, I suppose it's one of those that could have gone either way, you know, seen him give him, but yeah. just think like, oh, so it'd be, you know, in the champ. If, I was, if we were in the championship, I bet we get that penalty, like, you know, where we're the, oh, big, yeah, where we're the big fish, you know, and the home team. And he looked at it, he paused for a little bit, and yeah. that's where I know that he thought, oh, that could have, <laughs> you know what I mean, like that. Is it a better not? And I, this is where I think the subconscious comes in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's the psychology of it. I'm not a psychologist, but I do think you there must be something subconscious. I think it's Liverpool, it's Klopp. What happened to me last time? No, do you know what I mean? That yeah. all those thoughts not enough, through, not like, enough so, for me to give that. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the bar needs to be a bit higher. Um, yeah. Whereas it was the other way around. He's pointing to the spot. Yeah, and then the um, I don't know. We we probably still lose the game anyway because it's the ninety fourth minute when this happens, but. This is really quite infuriating. Nunes... This is pathetic referee in this from VAR. Well, this is absolutely yeah. pathetic. I, I was surprised that this didn't get overturned. It feels like it would have been an easy overturn because it was the <laughs> Yeah, because they won the minute. game. Yeah, and they're yeah. going to win anyway. But, yeah, Nunes uh, goes in with a scissor tackle on, on um, Bogle. He does get a touch on the ball, but he has to go right through Bogle to do it. Referee plays on. They obviously send it into the far post and... Uh, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce the Polish player's name. Well, I'm um, not. <laughs> he, uh, he finishes well. And, uh, yeah, Bogle's laid on the floor in a heap. They have a look at it. Now, nah, goal given. Bogle gets booked. I, think, to, I, I don't know. I, I just can't believe it. I mean, I've seen Liverpool fans. I know even Wednesday fans, but obviously the bias. So, uh, I mean, people might say we are, but I looked at many neutral comments coming out of the ground and everyone was just saying, what's the point of our, you know, if you're not going to overturn that? Everyone knows that's a foul. We, I think people don't know. People said it's not a foul, don't know the rules anymore. We, it might have we, not been a foul in 1975, but it is now. I think we'd just be coming to the end of a 20-minute discussion about that specific incident if this game had been nil-nil at that point. But the fact yeah. it was uh, 1-0 and probably over anyway in the 94th minute means I can sort of shrug my shoulders a little bit. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I it was a stinker. I did Real feel bad. like you'd been cheated. Like you say, because of the penalty and stuff like that, 
realistic, that is a foul. I'm not, I'm not even, if, it, if someone doesn't think that's a foul, I'm not entering into a debate with them because they need to be deprogrammed and shown the rules. <laughs> but the fact that VAR didn't even think, I, I, this is where it is, gets, gets you angry because it is pathetic that they didn't overturn that. Is uh, That is not, I mean, well, we had a real, what you call a soft decision going on. I saw Wolf fans saying, ah, it's not nice, is it? Well, well, shut up. But what I'm saying is, it, that uh, that is so obviously a foul. Like, there's no, if you're saying it's not, then, you know, you, you go, go and take a refereeing course. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I guess a couple of other notes. Yeah, so he obviously finishes, and then we, we do have that uh, Archer chance for a, for a consolation, but it's difficult. Difficult yeah. with it dropping over his shoulder and it goes into the side. Oh, net. by the way, did we mention the corner? I don't think we did, did we? Uh, no. What was? You that? know where? I think it's Archer with that straight after the penalty shout where it's clearly a corner. Oh, sorry, I, I, I sort of alluded to it earlier. Um, oh, sorry, yeah. I, I missed. It. Yeah. No, no, I, I didn't really. I wasn't very explicit about it to be honest. But um, yeah, it pretty Archer had a shot that pretty clearly deflected for a corner, and yeah, Hooper gave a gave a goal kick, which was. Just baffling from the way the ball bounced up onto the top just, of the net. It's like, well, what do you, do you really think he's just hit that straight out? Like, that's not physics. Like, pretty yeah, 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 yeah. Um, coming off the bench, we did have Norwood, who, uh, who actually got booked for a very similar challenge to the one that Nunes was allowed to get away yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Traore, as you said, uh, little boy lost act again. Felt a bit sorry for him, but, um, you know, I'd, I'd rather I didn't feel sorry for him and he actually did something. Uh, Maxlow, first appearance for, uh, I think, since that Forest game. Yeah, true, actually. Never, yeah, didn't clock that, actually. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, Fleck got out there again. Fleck actually did all right. Like, you know, it wasn't on there long, but he he, he did some stuff. He won he as got a free, free kick. kick I think he, yeah. um, it might have been him that created that Archer chance, actually. I noticed he, mm. he got credited with quite a significant expected assist. So, um, yeah, I think it might have been him involved in that. So, yeah, nice little cameo. you got LaRouche on the bench, um, which I feel like he's been missing for a little while. And, uh, oh, I don't know if you noticed this. We're warming. He had his top off to come on for at least like half an hour. I don't know if Wilder was just like murking him, like just trying to, you know what I mean? Like, get your top off, mate. Uh, you're not coming on really. Like, but yeah, we made five subs. Which, which, to be fair, that's unusual as well for us. But I don't think we've been doing that, have we? I think it was just um, four, unless this is missing something. Oh, we're doing four. I thought it was five. I thought it was five. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm trying to think. Trore, Low, uh, Norwood, Fleck. Yeah, just the four, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, LaRouche were like, what, I thought we were going to come on for Brooks. I thought, mm. oh, we're going to put him on the wing, you know what I mean? And, and uh, But, yeah, obviously we decided to come on with Fleck instead. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I left the ground, like, I guess a little a little flat, probably probably just down because of how the second goal came about. Like, I, I don't know. Mm. I, I didn't spend the second half thinking, like, yes, we're definitely going to get an equaliser. Like, it's going to happen. But, yeah. Yeah, you stay in the game. You never know. Maybe you get that penalty. You get a one-all, and uh, everything's rosy. How did you? Um, did have you got any just quick thoughts on you know the return of Wilder? Like how how that felt having him in the ground? Well, yeah, I mean, I thought it'd be more momentous. It sounds ridiculous like this, but I, I thought it'd be more a, a bit like momentous thing. I thought like I'd be going in, going, "Oh my god, he's there!" Hmm. But I didn't. It just it was more. I, I would definitely look into the dugout more. He was going hmm. mad a lot of times. We're checking, but I didn't really do certainly not as a extravagantly as that and I it, think and he let McCall do a lot of the talking didn't he when yeah, McCall's yeah, constantly yeah. getting booked was yeah. assistant and by the end of the game it just felt normal to me I didn't think mm. you know and I did like looking at him in the dugout and I have to I mean because I have been doubtful about the appointment um, and it did but it, it did feel sort of right almost as like 
yeah, we're, we're, we are in safe hands. You know, I, I don't know. I don't think he's going to turn this around. I don't think anyone would. But we know, I think if I'd have been looking at another manager, we didn't know anything about, say we got someone from abroad or whatever. Like when Jukanovic came in or something, you're thinking, how is, he gonna, how is this going to work? We know what we're going to get from Wilder. Yeah. I mean, and he's probably at the very, very worst, uh, a safe, safe pair of hands, would you say? You know, I don't know. He's, uh, and he felt normal. What about you? Still weird, like it, it was weird really? having it. Yeah, because it is, because it is a bit of like, um, you know, did the last four, three years like actually happen? And obviously, you know, a lot's gone on in those three years um, outside of football as well as on yeah. the pitch. And yeah, it's, I, I don't know. It's just order, just like because we never, we obviously because of COVID never got chance yeah. to like see. You know, when COVID struck, while there was absolute top dog wasn't he and you know yeah. were in an incredible position and we never got, we never got to see that downfall in person and it felt felt so detached from it which is why i was so frustrated when he um you know eventually left so yeah yeah it was weird yeah. it was it was I, I i don't think i could put a word a word to it that isn't weird i i don't know i you know i, I don't know if i felt like very amazed. shiny shoes shiny shoes yeah very shiny shoes yeah um, i can't say I, I I can't say I was like buzzing to see him back. I don't, you know, I don't mean like I was the opposite or anything. I was just like, it, it just felt surreal. I think, yeah, if we can get a win maybe on Saturday, I think that'll be the point where I'm like, yes, this is, you know, it it is it's potentially back. You know, the wilder years, yeah. they're yeah. just gonna pick up and all right, we'll probably still go down anyway, but maybe we have a fun second after the season. Right, just some quick words on Brentford before we finish. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, th- this was an elite Premier League team, as I say, and I don't want to lose sight of that because I do think there's a lot, you know, in, in hindsight and as we're talking, I think you can almost take more uh, credit and positives out of a 2-0 home <laughs> defeat when you remember who it is you're going up against. I mean, yeah. that front, yeah. front six for them, it's insane. And like Van Dijk and Alexander-Arnold, who, by the way, just on Alexander-Arnold, I feel like if he just took the safer pass <clears throat> a bit more often, he'd be a better player. Like, Yeah, he messes about a bit, doesn't he? He yeah. just tries like Hollywood balls every single time, and he's very good at it, but also maybe if he did it like only 60% of the time, he'd, he'd be a better player overall. But there you go. He's, I'm sure he doesn't give a crap about what some random Sheffield United podcaster yeah. is saying. Um, Brentford are... Um, not in the class of Liverpool, of course. We're about to lay in the table. I bet, I bet they're bang 10th. They'll be, I'm going to say, 11th. They are 11th. Bang yes, on. Well I thought genuinely was a guess as well. After that. <laughs> 19 points from 15 games. Now, they have an injury list, mate, that is even longer than Sheffield United, which I was uh, slightly surprised to see. They will be missing, obviously, even Tony. Uh, Brian and Buemo is out as well. I think he got an injury the other day, the other night. Um, mm-hmm. Sounds like he has a, a knee injury. Uh, Rico Henry's out. Uh, Matthias Jensen, Christian Norgard. He, he suspended yeah. Norgard. Um, yeah. These are all players will be missing. That's good. Norgard plays for us anyway, according to Martin <laughs> <laughs> Well, he actually, Norwood, Norwood's yellow card rules him out of this one and we should say because we, we got it wrong on the last episode but I'm sure everyone knows this by now anyway but Bernie is also suspended for Brentford because he was sent off already earlier in the season so two regular yeah we got that wrong actually last one because I was thinking it was, I, I like I think you said like Bernie will be back or whatever for Saturday and then I, yeah yeah and then I looked and I thought oh no he's not yeah, dead oh, wrong yeah. dead wrong I forgot I forgot that you got an extra, an extra forgot that he'd be sent off twice in what 12 games oh, I definitely remember that part but I forgot there was another, yeah. <laughs> another game <laughs> yeah. on the suspension um, yeah yeah, so they're, they're a little bit shorthanded as well. They're, I mean, they're not uh, confident. 
They're not. Yeah, I, I heard um, from from. I've seen much anecdotal evidence of this. They, I mean, again, it's another of those games where they're like they're significantly better than us, but they're not so much better that we couldn't get something out of it. Like you know, think Wolves, uh, think Bournemouth, for example. You know, hopefully we don't just you know wet the bed essentially in that game uh, in tomorrow as we did in that game. Yeah. yeah. Um, all the stats have them as a very mid-table team, apart from second oh, best second best set piece team in the league. Oh, brace yourself, mate! They have the they've created more shots than anyone from set pieces, and the second highest xG from set pieces. Mm. Yeah, be on red alert because we are absolutely ass at defending set pieces, aren't we? Yeah, it's funny actually because I was getting the view just before we because uh, I'm not past it yeah, just before we start. And they were going, um, we're not going to be able to match up to them physically. So um, I'm like, huh, you reckon? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that was the other thing the other night. I mean, I, uh, you know, no quibbles with those substitutions at all, but. We just got smaller and weaker as the game went on, yeah. didn't we? I mean, there's a brilliant, uh, I think it was on Instagram, Liverpool fan, and he takes a picture of Traore, Traore next to Van Dijk. Like, how far away is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Max Lowe, you know, is is I would say an average athlete for a, a footballer, mm. and then yeah, flex kind of on the downward curve. Traore is yeah. yeah, not much bigger than a child, and Norwood's uh, not exactly known for his athleticism. So no, yeah, I, I I'm. I'm deeply concerned that this could be a game that we are in but cannot defend set pieces and, well, like we did on Wednesday night, I suppose, just get stung a couple of times and end up losing kind of comfortably 2-0. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's that's my main concern. Otherwise, yeah, it, it, you know, if we can just tighten up, maybe, maybe this is a wilder nil thing. That is something they can address in the short term, you know, get, oh. us, get us better at defending set pieces. But, um, yeah, we won't have McBurney out there, obviously. As the zone man, so uh, it's absolutely stunning. By the way, I was, I was saying this at the game how bad we are at set pieces, especially oh, yeah. when I said one of the things that I said in pre-season was, you know, we have to be good at set pieces. Thinking we were going to be one of the better teams in the league at set pieces, and we are absolutely like worse than I've ever seen us at set pieces defending. That is. Yeah, I guess the defending one's a bit of an unknown going into a new league, but I, I thought we'd be a much more of a threat the other mm. way, and we're not. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking now. We are the worst team from set plays um, in terms of we create the fewest amount of shots, and we have by far the lowest xG from set pieces as well. So, yeah, we we uh, are not good at them, and that's that's annoying because um, a team like Luton are significantly better than us at set pieces. You know, that was a that was a strength for them last season, but it was also a strength for us last season. Yeah. So the yeah, fact yeah. it hasn't translated um, into the top league is disappointing and probably a result of, um, well, I suppose, uh, summer recruitment and the players that mm. let go, um, and also maybe an indictment of the coaching as well. You know, it hasn't yeah. stepped up. To the we'll see. Like I say, it's still early days. I'm not going to start blaming Wilder if we're still rubbish at set pieces on Saturday. I'm not going to start yeah. saying... You know what's he do? Because he's had what two training sessions it'll be. Because I imagine we had a rest day after Liverpool, so, yeah, I guess so. Um, he's, he's still very, very, very early. But I do hope to see some improvement uh, on that because he's he's costing us. Look, it might not be the difference between us staying up and going down, but it's definitely costing us. It's like you say, it probably cost second bottom his job. Yeah, it's difference in a point and zero points. So, you know. Yeah. That might be the case on Saturday. We, same team Saturday, same eleven. Assuming fitness. Yeah, it's depending on tiredness. I think by all accounts, Trusty was a little bit injured coming off, topping his oh, legs. So hopefully that's just cramp rather than anything else. Um, I can't. I, there's not. There's nothing I saw on the bench where I thought 
yeah, but they, they can start next yeah. time. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think, I don't think so. I can't. If Osborne's fit, does he come in? I don't know. You know, but other than that, I, I, I just can't see anyone on the bench, and that's, but that's the issue in it in a way. The only yeah. other thing you could possibly do if we go four four two. I know we didn't play four four two, four three three, but you could put Traore on a wing or something. But I'd, I'd stick with it myself. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see it again. I think, yeah, let's let's see it against a team that aren't as good as Liverpool. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, let's you know, let's see if Souza's second half becomes a full ninety minutes. Let's see if Hamer can get on the ball more in the final third. If Archer, um, well, actually, to be fair, if Archer just plays like that again, I think I think he'll have a, yeah. a, a good afternoon. If Asula yeah. can be a bit yeah. more involved. Maybe we can get Bogle and Armand Odzic going forward a little bit. Although I guess Armand Odzic was more of a uh, regular centre back in this one, wasn't he? But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this talking to you, I feel better about Wednesday night now than um, I guess I did afterwards. I wasn't like down in the dumps about it or anything, but I was also a bit like, mm, let's just let's just settle down. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I do. I do think. Like, I mean, look, fair play to people being optimistic. I'm not going to say get back in your box <laughs> you know, or anything else. <laughs> But I did like come on Twitter after, and I was like, "Have I missed? Did we win?" Like, <laughs> because they're like, "There's like, oh, we're back, we're back." That's it. I'm like, oh, Christ, like, but this is going to tell us a lot more about this team, and and the next month as a whole is how I'm going to try and look at it. Obviously, you do do game by game, you do analysis game by game, but I'm really interested to see where we're going to be by the time we play Luton, for instance. I was going to say the fixes after this. Are not yeah, good, yeah, are yeah. I'm not expecting to go to Chelsea and Villa and obviously get three points, but. I'd be interested to see how we like how we're lining up, how we're playing, the intensity levels, and everything by Boxing Day. That that's the aim for me to. That that's when I'll start making a judgment about whether we're, we're getting anywhere. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, not too long for the next game. Brentford at home tomorrow, and uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, do you want to plug Living with Maidley, mate? Your latest episode is. Uh... Is is a riot? <laughs> yeah, I had to pause it a few times. I was laughing too much. It sounds like we're drunk on it, but we didn't drink. Um, yeah, it's Christmas advert, our, our most memorable Christmas adverts, and it's, it's it's chaos, isn't it? It really it is. It is chaos. Yeah, I think uh, Mark from Tufty Club said, you know, it just it just becomes increasingly ridiculous, like the longer it goes on. Yeah, almost every line you come out with. I don't know what it. we're going on. That I don't know what we're in the air that night. Like I said, neither of us were drinking or anything, but it just sounds like we've had about fifteen pints. Like just <laughs> talking more nonsense than normal. So you could get that living we made one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be getting the view from out um, in about, hopefully, in about an hour. Something like that, because I've not started it just yet. I've just had a quick look. Um, and they're not very, as we said, they're not very positive. So mm, The 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 bee, bee army? Are they the bee army? Just bees? I don't know. The, the bees, the bees. Um, yeah, there's actually the a comment, comment where it says, they are the original BBC because they are the Brentford Buffet crew. <laughs> <laughs> Does, yeah. uh, did I make this up? Does Neil Morpé play for them again now? He does, yeah. He I think does, it's yeah. by all accounts looking at the teams, like what they think, you know, what, what team they think they're going to put out. Um, yeah, he's yeah. Then, yeah. yeah, he's going to be he's going to be starting. Um, so we know how that's going to end, aren't we? He'll get booed and then... And he's yeah, he's a bit of a um, a wind up merchant by all accounts, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, I've always remembered him that way. Um, and he likes likes scoring against us as well. I think from from mm. probably turns out he's only scored once against us now. He does um, feel like he scored a lot against us. I'm sure he's too. He definitely scored against us in the Premier League season for Brighton, and he definitely scored. I'm pretty sure he scored against us in the. Oh, I don't remember that one in the Brighton. Yeah, that was yeah, uh, right, uh, over Jay. Yeah, yeah. He definitely scored think... the previous season. Uh, two seasons yeah, he's before. Yeah, the previous well. season away the from home. Season, yeah. 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 Uh, well, look forward to that. We've got a de- uh, so, 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 quietly. We've got a decent record against Brentford in recent years, though. Oh, really? Well, we beat them 
obviously twice in the promotion season, beaten first game of the season in the championship and drew them away in that season. And I'm mm. pretty sure the season they went up, we had that, yeah, we had that crazy game, you know, like 2-2. Mm. Oh, you wait. No, I where... don't that, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I do, yeah, where, uh... no, it was the season before, I think he got sent off, wasn't it? Yeah, no, I'm talking, this, this is under Chris Morgan, I'm talking about. the. Uh, oh, blimey, yeah, with the, the red um, card that was... Yeah, the red card, 2-2, and I think I think the equalised last minute with Wright Phillips, I want to say, but I don't think we've lost to him for a while, certainly not at home, so, you know... Well, we've had some weird be games with it, because I'm talking about a completely different game. Yeah, I know the one you mean. Uh, mm. Clayton Donaldson scored, didn't he? Like, late, like that's right, yeah. That's 99th right. minute or somewhere. I'm on yeah. about a completely different one, which I think was in League One. Well, I guess it was League One as well, but... Um, like Kieran Freeman got sent off, and then for a, and a penalty was given, and the referee decided. Oh yeah, it's got reversed. Yeah, so we've had some weird games with them, haven't we? For a yeah, I remember that one. Nil, you know, nil, a team one. with no like real historical significance to us, obviously, because they've generally been in the lower divisions than us. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't feel like we have a rivalry, rivalry with them or anything like that. But um, yeah, that's tomorrow. I don't know what they're like. Uh, they travel like as away fans, I suppose. Um, in terms of if we if it's going to be a, a packed away end again, um, yeah, we'll see. I, I'm hoping uh, optimistic blades atmosphere can carry the day, mate, and we'll get yes. get our second win of the season and go on to eight beautiful points. How good would that be? Imagine That's if we get to what? eleven points before. Boxing. If we get to eleven points before Christmas, uh, yeah, that that'd be absolutely superb. Yeah, it would also be almost impossible, but get, get Wilder the five-year contract out if that happens. <laughs> yeah, it'd be unbelievable, wouldn't it? Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> um, right, mate, well, yeah, that's uh, Living With Maidley and Roy's viewfrom.com. And, uh, yeah, thanks, as always, for your time, mate, and I'll, uh, I'll hopefully see you at some point tomorrow. Yep, hopefully see you tomorrow, mate. See you later.